BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Hello, hello. Hey, greetings of the season, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to all of you in your in your cars, in your kitchens, in your workplaces, to those of you in the peanut gallery. You guys know I love to talk politics. It's what we do here. It is the POTUS channel. Graybeard that I am, I've been focused on politics for 30 years, and therefore it's no surprise that today I think the big story is this referral of former President Trump for criminal charges to the Department of Justice I feel like I need to discuss it, even at the risk of beating a dead horse, because after 18 months and 1,200 interviews, yes, finally, the formal referral to justice for consideration of charges, including insurrection. The New York Times is in my hands. The page one above the fold headline, January 6th panel accuses Trump of insurrection. Luke Broadwater wrote the lead news story. Maggie Haberman has the analysis. The House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol accused former President Donald Trump on Monday of inciting insurrection, says Broadwater's reporting. And now, as you can well imagine, you've got Donald Trump circling the wagons over a truth social uh, claiming and I'm paraphrasing as he has long said that the whole thing is a witch hunt. But he is totally going gangbusters in self-defense. I'm sure before the end of the program, he'll divert attention to Hunter Biden and tell crazy stories about the president's addicted son, well known for his fondness of prostitutes. But it's a big story because it's the first time in the history of mankind that an American president has been so referred by the Congress. And many people think at long last He's finally done. I told you that I was on Michael Cohen's podcast recently, and Cohen said in the end he'll never run for president, meaning I guess that he'll have to abort this nascent campaign, which was never going to be a cakewalk for Donald Trump. Um, But we've predicted his demise so many times before. I ran through them, I think, yesterday, the escalator. You know, Mexico sending us its rapists, John McCain. I respect them when they don't get captured. You came up with one yesterday, TC, that I forgot. I don't know what it was. Um, The grab them by the P. What what is it? Tell me. Making fun of disabled people. Oh, making fun of disabled people. Right. Exactly. And 
I know already in the POTUS audience, because we cover this ground so often, many of you are of the opinion that no normal person would ever vote for him again. The campaign's already a bust. Um, And I've said, I have said, he never should have pulled the trigger so quickly after the midterm campaign. That was just foolish. But the guy's a survivor. You know, he's a survivor. And that base continues to hang with him. Go Team Red. He thinks that he's even going to make inroads with people of color in time for the next cycle. Uh, Anybody who's been paying close attention to this, and I I had the opportunity. It's kind of funny. I listened to the presentation yesterday on Sirius XM. I was out doing a book signing in a warehouse for Smirch Merch. But I was listening to it. The part that surprised me the most, I think, yesterday was Hope Hicks. I never thought she'd sell him down the river. Because, well, you know Hope Hicks, right? The the, the statuesque uh, model-like look. Be- yeah, beautiful, right? Beautiful. I mean, she seemed like she was going to be loyal to the end. She had been in the war room with Donald Trump for so long. But even she came out against him now, a sin for which... She's going to be blackballed in Trump world forever after. Oh, my God. I've got so many things that I want to say about this. If you want to take a stab at this issue with me, call me and let's let's have the conversation. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. How'd I do? How many? Like How 20. Many? That was amazing. That so, was legit amazing. Gang, did that sound like a normal show open for me? Pretty close. Uh, pretty close. Pretty close. Nothing was jarring. Right. Nothing was jarring. Right. However. So TC can tell you, uh, you know, my hand to God and to TC, that something occurred to me 12 minutes ago. 12. Yeah, 14, well, maybe 14. 14 14, I'll give you 14. Yeah, 14. Okay. Like like, like this. I saw I saw a light bulb go off in your head. Right. And all of a sudden you're like, like the, the wheels were turning. I was like, what's going on over there? So <laughs> the Wall Street Journal has an editorial. This is like a total Fox thing, but it's worthy, man. It's a worthy conversation. And it reminds me of me writing my book Muzzled like 15 years ago. The headline of the Wall Street Journal editorial, The Stanford Guide to Acceptable Words. And it is a link, and there is an embedded link, because Stanford's IT department has said, here are words and slogans and phrases that we've got to eliminate. The Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative is a multi-phase project of Stanford's IT leaders The list took 18 months of collaboration with stakeholder groups to produce, the university tells us, we can't imagine, says the journal, what comes next, except that it will surely involve more make work for more administrators whose proliferation has driven much of the rise in college tuition and student debt. For 16,937 students, Stanford lists 2,288 faculty, 1,570, pardon me, 15,750 administrative staff. I mean, the goal is noble. The goal of the Elimination Harmful Language Initiative is to eliminate many forms of harmful language, including racist, violent, and biased, e.g., example, disability bias, ethnic bias, ethnic slurs, gender bias, implicit bias, sexual bias, language in Stanford websites and code. And by the way, that's a noble goal, right? We all want to eliminate racism in our speech. There's even a trigger warning at the outset of this. Content warning. Oh, that's another thing. You're not supposed to say trigger warning. It's content warning. The website contains language that is offensive or harmful. Please engage with this website at your own pace. So I start flipping through, and it's categorized under ableist, ageism, colonialism, culturally appropriative, gender-based, gender-biased, pardon me, institutionalized racism, violent, person-first, and additional considerations. And I thought, okay, now I've got 10 minutes left before the show begins, and I am going to talk about Donald Trump. How many of these off-the-cuff can I just work in? So let's see what I said. I extended all of you greetings, including those of you in the peanut gallery. 
Can't say that. Why aren't you allowed to say peanut? You know calorie? what? It, what's, it, like, it's, what's wrong? I with would. That? I would have to look in the um, peanut gallery. Yeah, I would have to look through because of the categories. The what top they... gallery in a theater where the cheaper seats are located. No, no, no. Don't look up like some Merriam-Webster. Look it up in this list. Do you have the list? I can get it. Okay. Go to the list and, and help me explain to everybody what is wrong with... Oh, here it is. Um, this term refers to the cheapest and worst section of theaters where many black people sat during vaudeville. Okay. Okay. So Peanut Gallery is out because it's a throwback to vaudeville theater... When black folks, by the way, not African-American, I read that too, black, sat in the cheapest seats. Then I said, you guys know I love to talk politics. Er, Cannot say you guys. Cannot say you guys. I say that every single day. Cannot say it. I say it every single day. Guys, this term reinforces male-dominated language. Right. Uh, then Instead, I said, you can say folks, people and everyone. OK, folks is good because I like to say folks. OK, fine. OK, then I said, hey, you guys know I love to talk. I'm just looking at my rudimentary notes. You guys know I love to talk politics is what we do here. It's the POTUS channel. I'm a gray beard. I've been studying this for a long time. No, no gray beard. No gray beard. Cannot say gray beard. Uh, it calls out an older and presumably more experienced IT or cybersecurity person by referring to their age instead of their name. So you need to use a person's name. You're the best, TC. Keeping pace with me. I Way to you. go. Okay. Uh, what did I say next? I said, uh, no surprise, the big story, Trump, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I need to talk about it, even at the risk of beating a dead horse. Oh, boy. Dead horse. Dead. By, by the way, I, I love this. Like, there are people oh, yeah, calling. No. There are people calling. Gang, that, gang, that... do you not get what we're doing here? Like, Dawn the... is calling to say that it's so obvious I'm not in the middle. Dawn, I'm doing a little radio shtick and trying to make a serious point. Go ahead. Beating a dead horse yeah. um, is an expression that normalizes violence against animals. Instead, you should say refusing to let something go. Aha. Uh-huh. Then I said the committee's been at it for a long time, 18 months, 1,200 interviews, blah, blah, blah. Here's the New York Times front page. And now Donald Trump is circling the wagons over at Truth Social. Obviously, uh, that's a Native American thing, right? right? Hollywood movies about settlers migrating west contributed greatly to the formation of this phrase, which means that, quote, savages are coming and a group of white people is about to be attacked. It also paints indigenous peoples as the aggressors. Instead, okay. you should say, take a defensive position. All right. Trump is now taking a defensive position. Then I said, Trump thinks it's a witch hunt. Oh, boy. And he's go. No, that was not well, one of the not- words. Well, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just kind of threw that in. Uh, I don't see which on here. Go okay, ahead. then I said he's going doot, 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 gangbusters in self-defense. Oh, boy. Ga- gangbusters. No, unnecessarily invokes the notion of police action against gangs in a positive light, which may have racial undertones. Okay, so in other words, you should say very successful. Okay, now, wait a minute. Let, let me just let's just parse that. The reason you can't say gangbusters because it casts police in a favorable light in what? Breaking up gangs? Invokes the the notion of police action against gangs in right. a positive light. Well, isn't that a good thing? Which may have racial undertones. Wow. Okay. I mean, some of these I kind of get, but that? So so what? Be- better the police don't break up the gangs? I, I guess. 
All right. Then I said, by the way, it says this website contains language that is offensive or harmful. Please engage with this website at, at your, your own, own pace. pace. Yeah, your own pace. I said that. Okay, just making sure you. All right. Then, this. then I said, and this was a little, this was a little invention on my part. Then I said that I'm sure the president will soon divert to talking about Hunter and tell crazy stories. You can't say that. No, crazy, um, ableist language that trivializes the experience of people living with mental health conditions. Surprising or wild would be a better choice. Crazy stories about the president's addicted son. Addicted, trivializes the experiences of people who deal with substance abuse issues. You should say hooked or devoted. Oh, but in this case, you actually meant addicted. So are you allowed to use it if addicted is actually I don't know. factually correct? I'm afraid to say anything. I don't know how I'm going to earn a living in 2023. I believe I've been muted. <laughs> uh, I also said that the president's son has a well-known fondness for prostitutes. Which one are you not allowed to say? Prostitute. Why not? I don't know. Look it up. Okay, so you can... Oh, no, you're not. Using person-first language helps to not define people by just one of their characteristics. You should say a well, person... Well, I also said addicted. A per, that would be two. That would be hunter, not the prostitute. Prostitutes, you can't use the oh. word prostitute, but you should say person who engages in, other words, in sex work. Okay, in other words, she's got more going on in her life right. than just being a prostitute. Correct. But that wouldn't be right either, because I just said she, and I'm not supposed to say that. They. Oh. Wait, I'm supposed, supposed to, to say, say she they, at all? Because I'm, I'm now presuming her gender identity. Oh, yeah. Unless you know the person you're addressing uses she as their pronoun, it is better to use they or to ask the person which pronouns they use. They prostitute. No, not they prostitute, because you wouldn't say she prostitute. You could say they are a prostitute. Then I said, for the first time in the history of mankind. Uh-oh, mankind's not an allowed. An American president has been referred mm. to Congress. Mankind, this term reinforces male-dominated language. Instead, you should say people, humankind, or human beings. And then I, I speculated that some will think Trump's campaign is over, and perhaps it's time for him to abort. Oh, no, I'm sure you can't say that. Right. So abort. Um, this term can unintentionally raise religious or moral concerns over abortion. So you should say cancel or end. Not, not abort. Abort. Not that his campaign was ever going to be a cakewalk. What's wrong with cakewalk? Hang on. <laughs> I didn't know. OK, well, cakewalk. Oh, I had no idea. Enslaved people covertly used exaggerated dance to mock their enslavers. This turned into balls that the white enslavers would hold for entertainment where the prize was a cake. I had no Is that idea the that's origin where it came of cake from. Walk? Evidently. Instead, you should use easy or simple. I then made reference to Trump's missteps that caused me to think his effort was over in 2016. And then I said, I know many of you are saying no normal person, no normal person could ever vote for him again. No normal person. Normal is the word that I'm looking for? Normal person. Oh, normal person. Yeah. This phrase results in the othering of non-white people and those who live with disabilities, mental illness, or disease as not being whole or regular. Instead of saying normal person, you should say ordinary person, common person, or conventional person. Feels like those are all the same as normal. His campaign has already been a bust. I said he, he quote, never, pardon me, he never should have, quote, Pulled the trigger, oh. I said, oh, so quickly after the midterm. I'm sure trigger cannot be. Pulled right. the trigger. Right, pulled the trigger. Pulled the trigger. Okay, stand by. Oh, yeah, no. Unnecessarily uses violent imagery to encourage another person to do something. So instead of saying pull the trigger, you should say give it a go or try. 
Say what you will, the guy is a survivor. That's a problem? Survivor. Using first per, per, using person first language helps to not define people by just one of their experiences. If the person identifies with the term, then use it. So in other words, you can't use the word survivor unless you know that the person has identified with that term. Instead, you should use person who has experience or person who has been impacted by. Wow. Like, come on. Are you shitting me? Look that up. Uh, then I said, the base might still be with him. The red team. Red team? Yeah, red team. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, red team is a cyber offensive. Okay, wait. Red is often used disparagingly to refer to indigenous peoples, so its use in this context could be offensive to some groups. Instead, you should use cyber offensive team. I said that Donald Trump believes that in his next presidential campaign, he can make inroads with people of color. By the way, I use that routinely here, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm using it in a, an effort to be respectful and uh, an effort to be, what would I say? I don't know, just l- letting folks know I'm, I'm not speaking in whiteness. I'm trying to, oh, people of so color. So they say if you're speaking about a specific group, name that group, black, indigenous, and people of color. But maybe I'm trying to, no pun intended, paint with a broad brush for non-whites. I'm just telling you what they said. Okay. Honest to God, I'm afraid to open my mouth. Yeah. I'm afraid to open my mouth. I hear you. Uh, All right. Then I, then I wanted to work this one in. It's, I mean, everything I've told you is true in terms of factually what happened yesterday with the Trump referral. I said, Hope Hicks sold him down the river. Oh, that's sold him down the river. That's not okay. Uh, Yeah. No. This term originally referred to a person who was enslaved who was sold as punishment and said you should say betrayed. Kind he of betrayed, su- she betrayed him. Kind of surprising for someone who had been in the war room with Trump. War room is not okay. Hang on. Uh, war. War on. Oh, uh, also, you can't say war path. Um, hang on. War room. Hang on. I just found it. Uh, war room. Unnecessarily, unnecessary use of violent language. Instead, you should say the situation room. A sin for which she will be blackballed. Oh, yeah, now can't say that. Come on. I mean, that now seems obvious I, uh, at the end of this completely, exercise. Completely obvious. But we'll, you know, we'll go ahead and put that. Yes. Um, assigns negative connotations to the color black, ra- racializing that term. Instead, you say banned or denied. Then I invited, finally, I invited POTUS audience members to call me if they wanted to take a stab oh boy no at no this stabbing. issue no stabbing allowed to take a stab at this conversation this term represents the unnecessary use of imagery of hurting someone or something instead you should say give it a go or try you shouldn't say take a shot at take your best shot or take a stab at ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to give it a go you are is that what it was you're allowed okay yeah it's a true story everything i've just shared with you both the underlying presentation and the fact that this is an effort at one of our premier institutions to eliminate harmful language. What are you thinking as I offer these? And you can imagine uh, there are plenty more that I, I, I didn't in my 12-minute exercise have the opportunity to work in, but a ton of stuff here. Uh, of value, has it gone too far? Does it make you stop and think? Thank you, TC. Did an excellent job. That was great. Because you had no forewarning we were going to do that. None. <clears throat> so that was really I, I knew you were cooking nice up versatile. something, if I'm allowed to say that, but I, who knows? Mm, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cooking up something? No. Women are now, what? Gender Men bias. In the That's gender bias. <laughs> Cannot do oh, that. No. Cooking up something. Can you imagine if 
a buzzer if we if we had the ability to have programmed in and it would definitely be on our chairs we'd be like jumping all this, <laughs> and every time you know i say one of these things like there's a shock emitted or a buzzer sound oh, that goes be, off yeah this is the smirconish podcast from sirius x Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now, listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. If you want to see the list on which I was just relying, give it a sec. It'll be posted on my Facebook page and in my Twitter feed. Yeah, you really do need to take a look at it and ask yourself, how many of these do you routinely use? I use lots of them. Rich, you're in New Jersey. What were you thinking as I was explaining all of that? My wife thinks I have a bromance going with you because of how I tout your centrism and and, uh, practicality. But I'm driving down the road with tears in my eyes, laughing. I mean, you, you're pointing something out that really needs to be pointed out is how sensitive our society has gotten over language. It's gotten ridiculous. My question is, are other countries this sensitive over language? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a talk, talk radio host only in this one for now. Here's a question for you. Well, uh, as I was as I yeah. came on air and as I summarized the news, meaning the Trump story, the referral to justice, did your ears go up or did it sound like just any other day? Uh, 
you know, I, I have I have to admit it's starting to sound like every other day. You listen to Fox, they talk about Biden's son. You listen to CNN, they're talking about Trump. I, I wish we would. Get so there was over nothing it. unusual. Nothing unusual. No. Okay. No. Yeah. In, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Rich, thank you for that. Thank your wife as well. I appreciate it very much. This is where are we going next? Mike in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. Uh, I just wanted to add one to the list. I'm a skier, mountain biker, uh, extreme sports. We call the the landing of a jump the uh, the transition or the tranny for short. Never thought anybody would be uh, offended by it, but did see some writing online uh, advocating to stop the use of tranny. And I was wondering if, if it was on the list for Absolutely. a more. Uh, you know, it absolutely, it absolutely, it absolutely is on the, it absolutely is on this list. I didn't work it into my shtick, but it's, it is definitely here. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of them that I, I just didn't have opportunity. If I, if I had taken more time, I, I could have used many of them, but I assure you tranny is one that you ought not to be using. Ken Houston, Texas. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. So, uh, we were talking about, uh, the list of things not to say or whatever. I mean, it's taking it as a rule and uh, kind of making fun of it, I guess, is kind of one thing, but using it as a suggestion, I think, is more of what it's supposed to be about. You know, you're kind of making fun of it, and especially what you were just talking about with tranny, I mean, with all the stuff about drag queen story time and whatnot, if people really uh, consider that into their culture and they kind of throw things around like that you know it kind of it becomes something real like uh people with guns showing up to the drag queen start time and um so i guess just using it as a um suggestion to go forward i mean i'm sure back in the day people started saying yeah, oh you look, shouldn't say the n-word tranny is tranny like, oh, is no, not I, a word tranny is not a word i'm gonna use I, I if i were making my own list tranny would be on it let me tell you what wouldn't be on it because i yeah, have exactly. one what wouldn't be on it? Graybeard. I mean, that's when it that's when it, it, it gets a little nutty. If the proper way to re, to refer to someone is black, not of color, I'm all in. Black it shall be. But some of these things just get a little nutty. Uh, some of them are really, I, I think, you know, survivor, survivor. I, I'm not going to be able to say that. So she, she is a cancer survivor. I'm not. I'm not supposed to say that unless what. It just gets a little crazy, I think. Uh, is it Ari? Oh, there it is. Ari in New York. Greetings, Ari. Hi, how are you? Hey, Michael. Good morning. So I, I find that this is a story that repeats itself about the pendulum within our society, swinging back and forth, trying to find a a place that works. And I, I think if you even examine your own reaction to your own words, during your presentation, you'll find that some things resonated with you where you realized, hey, maybe I should take a look at that. But other things, you were aghast that someone would try to take language away from you. So on one side, you have the First Amendment. And on the far side, you have all the shittiness that has taken place over the past few hundred years that in a way we're being asked to make up for. And so this is really just finding a place that makes sense for everybody. But it's interesting, even in this, I find myself also as a centrist, Understanding why people in the South might have been upset when people uh, take their statues away, because it's so built into their culture mm-hmm. that you're asking them in a way to feel guilty about things that they didn't think was really reprehensible in any way. 
That makes sense to me. It, it makes total sense to me. I, I mean, it, as is usually the case, somewhere in the middle of all of this lies the truth and the way we ought to be leading our lives. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.